0: Hello and welcome to The Crew Voice, my name is Isaac and I'm the producer of this podcast. It is good to be back as we begin our 3 episode series on leadership in yachting. Today we'll have Pursor Trainer Julia Harris interviewing seasoned leadership trainer and Royal Navy veteran, Carl Sandrian.
1: Leadership series for our podcast, The Crew Voice. My name is Julia, and I'm a purser trainer at The Crew Academy. And today I'm going to be your host and discussing the contrast of leadership between generations with our trainer, Carl Santrian. Carl, hi. It's so nice to be speaking with you today. I understand that you have had a very impressive career in the Royal Navy. You established the Royal Navy Leadership Academy and you're now teaching leadership courses for both senior and junior crew.
2: Uh, Hi, Julia, yes. Um, I've just recently um, left the Royal Navy. In fact, today is my first day as a civilian after uh, uh, 38 years of, of service. So I joined the Royal Navy at age 16. Um, and uh, as a as a junior person uh, with very very few qualifications, um, and I've managed to uh, progress through um, getting um, some GCSEs, A levels, um, and uh, eventually a master's degree in in leadership, uh, whilst progressing through the ranks within the within the Royal Navy. So um, an exciting journey, which as I say. Has just uh, just changed direction today as I set off on, on a new career, and now very excited about working with the Crew Academy and trying to share some of my knowledge and experience with uh, people in the shipyard industry.
1: Amazing! Well, it's a huge day for you then. Welcome to the Crew Academy. You've obviously got a lot to share with us, and the Masters in Leadership is huge. Um, can you tell me what does leadership mean to you? Um,
2: well. The first thing I'd say is for me, and if we focus specifically on on the workplace and um, within the uh, super yacht world, um, I think leadership is the, is the golden thread that goes um, through everything that happens um, on board a, on board a yacht uh, right from the um, very um, lower levels, if you like, of people who are just new into the industry all the way up to the most senior captain on the, on the bigger size um, yachts um it impacts on on everybody it can um make someone's day put a smile on their face and get the best out of them it can also make people utterly uh depressed and miserable um and hating their job and and leadership has the influence to um make the difference to whether people are going to have a good day and you're going to get the best out of them or as i say whether they're going to be not very happy at work and and looking to maybe go off and do something else. Um, so I think it's really really key. The other thing I would say about leadership is um, there's a um, a well known term um, used a lot. It's used a lot in the military, but it's also moved into the into the business world and also now uh, yachting. And it's a term called VUCA. Uh, that's V U C A, and uh, it stands for volatility uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity. And if you look at all them um, four words and, and what they mean, and you apply that over the top of the of the super yacht world, you'll see that all crew and everyone working in the industry is dealing in this VUCA environment all of the time. That has been even more uh, compounded, of course, with uh, COVID, which has brought a, an even greater level of VUCA into people's daily lives, um, and makes planning almost impossible. Um, and people are in a state of constant turbulence. The only way for, for organizations and yachts to get through that is to have people at every level who are capable to lead in a VUCA environment. And that's why I think leadership is, is so important.
1: Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. We're in very, very closed spaces. You're 24 seven with people that you're working with or the guests that you've got on board. There's no escape and you have to be able to communicate and leadership from the very beginning all the way up to the top. Um, I completely agree, very, very important. Do you find that there's a large difference between the leadership styles that maybe your junior crew would use versus your senior crew? Um,
2: yes, and, and, um, and for lots of, of, of reasons but actually the fundamentals of, of leadership uh, remain the same whatever level you're at. And, and what I would just like to make the point of uh, for those people just starting off on their, on their leadership journeys at the, at the beginning of their careers is to savour the moment, and enjoy uh, leading at the level you're at. Um, too many people, including myself, are always looking to get promoted and, and, to, and to get on and, and progress um, and perhaps don't enjoy the moment. And I think leadership at the at the more junior level is without doubt the most enjoyable and rewarding because you have the most um, face-to-face personal contact with the people that you are leading um, and you really do make a difference on, on a day-to-day basis. As you uh, progress up the... Up the leadership ladder to, to senior positions um unfortunately the reality of it is is you get pulled further and further away from the people that you are are leading and you tend to be more remote and you also tend to have more responsibility and and policy type work to deal with um so i find that leadership at a senior level is nowhere near as uh, enjoyable as it is you know when you when you're learning your trade at the start of your careers so i really would impress on people you know who who are keen to progress and and that's a natural aim for everybody but enjoy being a leader and i think the other thing i would say about um leading at a junior level is your leadership is is just as valuable as as that um that is goes on at the at the top end of the organization whether that be um a ceo of a, a multinational corporation or a captain of a, of a super yacht or a chief stew or a chief engineer. The junior people on the yacht are the people that make it run on a day-to-day basis. And if they are not leading their teams effectively, then the, the person at the top has got no chance of having a high performing uh, yacht or, or crew or organization. So it's really key. Um, and people at junior level should never underestimate the, the importance of their role and the responsibility on their on their shoulders um, for, for making the organisation tick on a daily basis. And that's absolutely critical. And I think a lot of organisations don't value that. They don't value their, their junior people. And I think if, if you empower and get the best from everyone at every level, then you're going to have a great organisation. People are going to come to work with a smile on their face. They're going to want to, to do well for the organisation. They're going to want to help each other. Um, and it's a win-win on every single front. So I think, um, you know, obviously there's more um, responsibility at the, at the higher levels. Um, but for me, the key thing for every leader is you should be training and developing all the leaders around you. Um, because if everybody's a leader, then the organization is going to do, do well for itself and it's going to perform.
1: Absolutely. And I agree with that. I think that in some situations with our junior crew, they might be hesitant to take on a leadership role because they're worried about stepping on toes or getting in trouble from their their, their senior crew members. What advice would you have for a junior crew to maybe be able to step outside of that that shell? Um, it, it,
2: it's always difficult for, for a junior person uh, trying to forge their way. And, and of course, it very much um, depends on... The people who who are leading you, and how they will will react to to what you are trying to achieve. But the, the, the main thing is to be uh, honest and open with with everyone. You know whether uh, you're working for someone or have got people for working you. Always be honest and open. And I I believe if you are genuinely trying to do the best for other people for the organisation, then that should be respected, and people will help you develop. Now. That's an ideal world and there are always going to be some individuals who feel threatened or will feel that you're, you're treading on their toes and you're going to have to use your, your judgment really of how to how to play play that um, because every situation is is different but I truly believe that if you go to, to work with the right mentality and, and with the right aim and aspiration to do well for everybody not just for yourself then ultimately you will win through and there may be occasions where you know due to things outside your control such as someone's uh, personality where you are sort of held back or restricted for a short time but overall if you apply that approach to your entire career you will do well for yourself and you'll do well for yourself because you will learn you will gain uh, the trust of people and you will be empowered to take on more responsibility and as you take on more responsibility you will get more experience and you will become a better leader. So it's a, a revolving action that once you get into that mentality um, and you get used to doing it, uh, it's something that will stay with you throughout your, your career and hopefully you'll have a very successful career.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of it is communication between the departments or the senior crew with the junior crew and making sure that they feel um, valued and they have the confidence to, to step up. Do you
2: think communicating is within um, the onboard framework? Um, again, you know, um, communication is an absolute critical element of, of, of leadership, um, and you just you just touched on on communication, and it is again at every single level, um, and whatever level you're at on on board your uh, yacht or in your organisation, you need to think about how you're trying to communicate and why you're trying to communicate and who you are communicating with. Um, and it's just never fails to amaze me how often people get that wrong. Um, they very often communicate in a way they like to be communicated with, um, uh, which I think is a, is a fatal mistake. You've got to think about what is your audience? and What is the message you are trying to get across? And how is that likely to be received? And that will really play in how how you um, approach it. But a few key things I would say is um, when you're in a leadership role, um, always try, if at all possible, to express yourself in a a positive and and clear manner. Um, Make sure that people absolutely understand the message that you're getting across and, and clarify that. Uh, misunderstandings are, are very often the cause of conflict in the workplace um, and, and very often lead to things like complaints and representations and unhappiness. So clear, be clear, positive and make sure people understand what you are uh, trying to do. Um, another key thing, though, that I think sometimes people forget about when they're in a leadership role is an absolute critical uh, thing about being a leader is to listen listen to the people around you listen to what they've got to say listen to their views and consider what they're asking of you um too many leaders just press on without actually listening to the people around them and then wonder why their um, communication message doesn't land or people don't buy into their their vision so listening skills are a really important uh, factor for for someone in, in a leadership role and as i say i think it's something that is um, understated
1: yeah i think that's huge um, one thing that i found worked for me was you know those photos you occasionally come across the optical illusions and it asks you what you see first versus what someone else would see and i sort of remind myself and take myself back to that that i'm we're both looking at the same picture but there's so many different things that you could be taking from this and trying to put myself into someone else's shoes or look at it from a different perspective in my approach and I, I think that that sometimes helps
2: yeah no, I think that's a, a fantastic uh, tool to use Julie I think um you know everyone has different perspectives and um as, as as you've alluded to there what you might read into a situation is completely different to what someone else may look at um, when you bring that into the super yacht world of course um, you've got a lot of factors you've got um, a wide range of different uh, people from different backgrounds uh, and also different nationalities and cultures um, and so the sort of environment um, can breed um, a, a situation where there are misunderstandings and misrepresentations of what's what's wanted so I think in that in that sort of world where it is fast moving, it is VUCA, uh, and you've got all these different nationalities, then you've really got to be clear with your, with your communications. And the approach you have just alluded to there of, uh, of looking at it through that lens is, is, is ideal. And I'm sure, hopefully, it's uh, kept your communication on track.
1: It's helped, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> what What sort of advice would you give to senior crew um, going beyond the communication side of thing, which is very important. But what other advice could you give to them to create a better experience on board and help to avoid that focus situation?
2: Um, I think I think the first thing for for senior crew, and it's not just um, for for communication, but um, in many, many um, industries and indeed, Um, in the Royal Navy and the the wider British military, which, which, as I say, I've just left. Um, For a long time, there's been no real leadership development for for people in the workplace. And so people have learned their trade as they've gone through their careers, um, learning um, off other people, seeing what they view as bad leadership or good leadership and trying to pick and choose from that. But there's been no formal programmes for so many people. And so actually, um, senior people are um, very often less well-educated when it comes to um, leadership and an understanding of leadership of, of, of more junior people. And so they've got some catching up to do. Um, that's not to say they're not doing a good job as leaders. Um, they clearly are, otherwise they wouldn't be in those, those positions. Um, but I would take approach that... You should never stop learning, um, and um, you can learn from people at every level. And so I would say to seed leaders, and particularly on the communication front, that you've got to try and um, align yourself and understand um, how the people you are leading are looking at the world. And um, with the advent of, of modern technologies, of uh, social media of uh, you know apps such as whatsapp and messenger um then people are communicating in, in in a very different way um and it is difficult to to keep up and to try and stay aligned with with every generation within within the workplace so you almost need to communicate in in a range of of, of different styles um but if i had you know one bit of advice um and i don't really like giving advice because i think um just because I, I studied leadership, it doesn't mean I've got any more uh, knowledge or, or ability than anybody else. But I think the thing that I would say that I've always tried to do is to um, ask people how they like to be communicated with. Um, so actually go to people at every level and ask them how they like to get their communication. And then try, as if possible, to you communicate with them in that way. Um, for me, that, that seems a, a sensible approach. Um, I certainly wouldn't say I've always got it right, and uh, and partly because things are, are evolving so quickly and people tend to uh, change the way they communicate on, on a regular basis as, as new methods and means of communication come about. And um, I think the um, other thing I would say about communication um, is we are all learning um even the um, newer people into into the workplace um, because the the norms of the way you communicate and what is acceptable um have have not yet been properly established or or worked out. so we are seeing um, situations such as is it right for a senior leader to message um junior crew at 11 o'clock at night or five o'clock in the morning or on a sunday afternoon um, you know what are the rules for when you are permitted to communicate with people um, how formal is that communication so if someone sends you a a whatsapp message is that is that sort of legally a direct order to do something there that you have to be somewhere um, and, and I think the boundaries of that have not been um, laid down. And then, particularly when you've got you know, some messaging apps where the messages actually disappear after a, uh, after a certain time, such as Snapchat, then um, how certain are you that that message has actually been received and retained? So, there's lots of things out there that are still being figured out. And um, I think we've got some way to go because things are changing all the time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think the boundaries within the yachting industry are very slurred. It's, it's never been quite defined. Um, it's sort of communicate whenever. But I think you're very right with the way that there's so many different ways to communicate. And as you said, if you're sending WhatsApp messages or emails or there's no guarantee that the person is checking those messages that you're sending. So um, and sometimes you don't know which method you're supposed to be checking to receive a message. There could be too many options. So that that's definitely something that would have to be addressed.
2: Yeah, and I, I, you know, I've come across situations where I've had uh, people I've been working for who will, on one day, send me a message on WhatsApp, and then the very next day, they'll send me a text message through, um, followed by an email, and and trying to keep on top of the threads of the of the conversation and um, and, and make sure you don't miss anything is really difficult. And so, I think at every level, really, we've got to work together as a team to try and, funny old thing, communicate uh, around the best way to communicate to, to make sure that we are all being effective in our roles.
1: that it can be really beneficial to ask someone how they want to be communicated with and to be perfectly honest uh very few times in my career has anyone pulled me aside to ask me that question but i think that's definitely something to take forward and apply i think that could make a huge difference um, on board just the, the general atmosphere in terms of um leadership on board um with you know the crew coming in and as you said courses haven't always been available I think we're very lucky right now that we we have access to these things and you know you have natural born leaders that easily step into that role but the, for the rest of us we need a little bit of extra support why do you think those leadership courses are so important or what do you think that people can gain from those
2: um, firstly I think um it is, it is great that, that there is opportunity now for people to get some um, learning and education and development in, in, in such an important um, area. Um, and there are so many different strands to, to leadership um, that it is a, um, a constant uh, evolution of, of your talent, skills, and knowledge as you go through your career. And just, um, I have a phrase of... Uh, just when I think I've either seen or heard it all, um, I'm then surprised by something else that comes along um, that you have to deal with as, as a leader. Um, one thing I, I would say, um, and I had this quite a lot actually, when I was uh, teaching leadership at the um, Royal Air Force College at Cranwell, I used to have some some of the cadets there who, who would effectively ask me for the answer. What is the answer for this leadership challenge? Um, And of course, with leadership, there is no answer, because what's the right approach or the right solution on one day um, for a leader, the following day may be the same situation, but the outcome might be completely different. Because a couple of factors have changed, and you need to be completely mindful that things are changing all the time. And I come back to the volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity. So you can't just um, develop a skill and roll it out every single time and expect to get a result from it. It it just doesn't work with leadership. And I think um, I've never met anyone yet who, um, if they have been completely honest, um, hasn't got things wrong in the leadership role at one time or another. Um, and sometimes got things very wrong. And I think the the main thing is is that um, by going on uh, and attending leadership programs, um, you get the opportunity to look at some of the theories um, and um, assess which which of those might work for you, which of those will help you as a, as a leader. Um, I'm a big believer that not every single theory or leadership model or approach. Will work for everybody. You've got to select the ones that you feel work for you. Um, and it's a case, and, and it's a bit of a cliche, but it is the old thing about having lots of different tools in your tool bag. And, and you can select the, the tool for for whatever is going on at that time. And so the more different approaches you've got, the better the understanding, then the, the better the chances are of you being successful as, as, a, as a leader. Um, it's a it's a constant uh, battle to stay on top of what's going on, um, and there are you know a range of subjects from decision making to conflict management to motivation um, to communication. And the more you look into them subjects, I find um, the more you realise that you don't know as much as you would you would like. Um, but all the way through my career, I've tried to um, pinpoint in and harness the things that have, have resonated with me and then i've gone out and, and tested them in in the, in the real world and some of them have worked really well some of them haven't worked at all and i've just then dis- disregarded them um, but i think the, the key thing is is um what leadership programs do is they get away from you uh, not knowing what you don't know um and a lot of leadership and a lot of things people do they do instinctively But they don't realize they are doing it and because they don't realize they're doing it they then can't apply that in another similar situation to their advantage so um, another great thing about leadership programs is it suddenly gives people light bulb moments of oh right well i've been doing that all the time but i didn't realize i could also use it in this situation or this situation so it sort of um, multiplies your your skills and talents onto another level and that's why Um, programmes, I believe, are are really key to people um, being successful as as leaders. Um, And finally, and if leadership programmes are run properly, and certainly it's the basis of the programmes we run at the the crew Academy, a big part of the learning is discussion and debate and challenge amongst the delegates on the programmes. It is discussing real-world issues and getting advice off each other, and um, being open and honest about mistakes that have been made and throwing ideas out there. And, and from my experience, um, one, it's the most enjoyable learning you could possibly have because you very often realise that actually I'm not the only one who's got that wrong. Or I'm not the only one who's really struggling to, to, to get over that challenge. Um, or I'm not the only one who's under a lot of pressure because of this. So you are sharing um, a lot of your own fears about being a leader with other people who are in similar positions, um, and you're pooling your knowledge together to to learn, so you can all go away and be better in your roles. So um, I think that is one of the key things that stands the uh, crew academy's programs out from from other leadership programs that I've seen is the amount of discussion coming from from the delegates as well, and I, and I certainly from the feedback I've had, I think people genuinely enjoy it and and enjoyment's a big thing about learning um, and go away with practical tools and strategies that they can go and use in the workplace.
1: Absolutely. And it's providing a safe place to do that. I mean, you can try and engage those discussions um, outside of a course framework and it's sometimes like pulling teeth, but when you're in that safe space and everyone feels comfortable to share their experiences, there's so much to be learned what sort of advice would you give to younger generations? Um, so our younger crew that are eventually wanting to step up into a senior role and take on more of that, that leadership aspect. Obviously they can you know, start from the beginning, but would you recommend going straight into courses or try to develop natural leadership and then build on that from taking courses?
2: Um, I, I would say it's a, a hybrid of that um, and again, Different people will will approach things differently. One because of their their own backgrounds, also the the opportunities and the situations they, they they find themselves in. So I would say, firstly, don't be constrained by thinking there's a there's a set route you must follow. I, I don't think there is. Um, I think first of all, um, you've got to to buy into what being a leader is all about. Um, for me leadership is about helping other people and and doing a good job um walking away with, with a really you know positive feeling that yes the job's gone well and all the people around me have, have enjoyed working and and they've been motivated and feel positive about the situation um you've got to buy into that some people um at a junior level and, and indeed some some at a senior level but more more obviously i think at a junior level think Being a leader is about having power and control over people. And I think that's the last thing that leadership should be about. Um, You should be empowering other people. Um, And if you are getting off on having power over somebody, then you're probably not going to be a very good leader. So um, I would say, you know, leadership is about other people. It's about serving other people. It's a it's a privilege and something you should, you know, really intrinsically want to do. And if that is you, then um, just take every opportunity you can to uh, stretch yourself, um, to put yourself into situations where you're going to have to think on your feet, you're going to have to make decisions Um and you might have to take a little bit of risk as well. And, and risk is fine as long as, if something goes wrong, it can be recovered. Um, and again, that very much comes down to the culture of the organization and, and good organizations will will encourage people to, to push themselves. And, and if it goes wrong, they won't necessarily be punished for it, it'll be seen as a learning experience and that's really important. But I would say to anyone wanting to be a leader, you know, get out there and look for opportunities to learn. And that can be really, really simple, such as volunteering to uh, run the the yacht social programme. And having done similar tasks in in my distance past, I can't think of any more difficult leadership challenge than trying to organise socials for people, whether that be a barbecue or going out for a meal, because you haven't necessarily got any authority over everyone. So you're having to lead them in a way that they're doing it willingly and and wanting to come along with you whether to attend the barbecue or go out for a meal and, and it can be really difficult and that's a great way to to start learning your um, your leadership style and figuring out what what works and what what doesn't because you'll be dealing with um people at all levels of course so if you're organizing the the yacht barbecue you're actually in charge of the captain really and the chief engineer and the chief stew for that actual evolution so you've got to lead people who are in much more senior positions than you are so that's a skill you're going to to learn straight away and then you're also leading people at the same level as you and again that's really difficult as well uh, because they're very often your your best mates and and you know they know everything about you so all of a sudden, you're getting an awful lot of leadership experience by just organizing a barbecue. And so, and then you can grow that. And um, the more sort of roles you volunteer for and take on board, you'll find then that people will start looking for you as the natural to- choice to go and lead a task um, or, or get on and, and deliver something. So you will start generating your own reputation as as, as a future leader. And I would argue that will then more likely lead to natural promotion um, and, and you start climbing the, the, the career ladder. Um, I would at the same time, if you've got the opportunity, um, it is worth you know, getting some um, leadership education. Now, whilst I would love to see as many people from the, the yachting world as possible you know, coming onto, onto the programmes, because I think they're absolutely brilliant. Um It would be disingenuous to me to not say, you know, if you can't do that, then go online, type leadership into the Internet and you can spend days just going around, reading stuff and and researching and finding stuff out. It's there for you to for you to use. The the disadvantage to that approach is, I say, you don't get that interaction with other people on the programs, which I think is so beneficial, but it's still better than doing uh, nothing at all. Um, so I think there the are lots of different approaches you can take, um, and I think, that, but the key thing is, is, is really identifying yourself why you want to be a leader and what that means to you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think in a lot of cases, as you said, you know, someone steps up, they or they put themselves into that vulnerable position, they they take that that first lead. And eventually as they continue with that, the rest of the crew start to look towards them. And sometimes it could be your most junior crew member. And as you said, with the example, with the barbecue that the next time, oh, you you should be putting this together. And it does add to that natural progression but it also boosts their confidence and puts them into a position to be willing to try it again and again.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So we do do offer quite a few of the the leadership courses through the Academy. What can you tell me about the, the leadership courses that we have on offer?
2: We've got um, two um, main courses running at the moment, so we've got one course that's designed for for yacht crew, and that is um, a course that normally runs uh, over three weeks, and uh, it's three evenings of of two-hour slots, Um, so sort of nine um, periods in in total. It covers the whole range of, of grounding for for leadership from as i've said earlier motivating your your team decision making it it goes into uh coaching uh, and really does cover off all them subjects it gives people um the opportunity to discuss um their um, thoughts around leadership what it means for me uh, sorry what it means for them and, and also uh, hear the views of other people who are uh, doing similar jobs. Uh, the course is facilitated and run by a, a well-qualified and skilled um, leadership trainer. Um, but like the uh, senior programme, a lot of the emphasis is on generating the conversations and the discussions amongst the delegates. Um, I actually help out on the on the coaching module and we we go through a... A situation where they bring real uh, problems to the to the table, if you like, and uh, the other members of the of the cohort then um, spend time helping them learning um, or thinking about how they can um, solve the particular challenge they've got in their uh, workplace. Um, and um, I'll give you an example of of one of those. Was um, I had a um, a second Stu whose problem was that um, the, the captain um, was uh, continually talking inappropriately to her um, and perhaps trying to use his um, authority in, a, in an unprofessional manner. Um, and she was really struggling with how to deal with that um, because in, in the back of her mind, of course, she was worried that if she um, made it formal or, or did anything too drastic, it could mean that she would, would lose her job, which she couldn't afford to do. So it was really causing her a lot of angst. Um, and the other members of the, of the course of the cohort then spent time coming up with a, with a range of, of different options uh, that she could perhaps think about and, and go away and approach it. And, and she was very, very appreciative of that. Of that engagement um and of course it also um shared that experience with other people on the course and they were also able to um to learn from it and and this is all done in a confidential manner so that no one's embarrassed um it doesn't um you know get shared anywhere else but people learn from it and that's why they you know that, that particular g course is, is so so valuable i i, I believe um, as far as the um, the more senior offering um, goes, that's the commanding senior leaders programme. And that course is uh, targeted predominantly at um, people who are in uh, command. So captains of, of super yachts, um, and those sort of from um, second uh, officer uh, upwards um, who are aspiring to command and people um, in the uh, support side of the yachting industry, such as the, the management companies, the so senior people within the yachting companies. It's a really extensive programme. It's, it's um, six months in duration. Um, there's seven modules of, uh, of leadership at the start, um, which run over two weeks each module. So um, four sessions per module. Um, and that also includes a, uh, a keynote speaker where we get uh, other people and sometimes very senior people to come in to share either their leadership experiences um, or to pass on their um, advice or, or offerings to, to the delegates. And again, that normally generates an awful lot of, of, of conversation. Um, other, pr- other things within that leadership programme, there's um, there's a safeguarding module. So discussing and teaching the senior people how to look after their Uh, crew and uh, keep them safe. Uh, Safeguarding um, in the civilian world is very much thought about as as around children but actually um, it it goes to all elements of the art industry and if you've got someone um, suffering with perhaps emotional health issues or challenges then then they they need some support and need to be looked after properly otherwise um, very occasionally it can lead to people taking their own lives and obviously uh, none of us want to um, hear or see, see that. Um, they also uh, cover off um, mental fitness and resilience as well because um, if you are a senior person then um, you need to be able to look after yourself if you're not keeping yourself in good shape then how can you possibly uh, look after other people Uh, But you also need to look after the the mental fitness and resilience of your team uh, as well. So um, they they do a number of modules um, on that. And then there's also a a human resource module as well that looks at the whole cycle or tries to educate uh, people around the cycle of bringing people into the super industry. So your your green um, engineer, your green deck and your green stew coming in. Um, what's the offering to them to get them in to come and join your particular yacht? Um, and then, how are you going to support them as they as they go through their their career cycle on board that yacht, um, all the way through to to when they eventually to leave? And of course, um, when people leave your your yacht, you actually want them leaving having had a positive experience and well set up. Um, for the future, not because that's just the right thing to do, because of course it is, but of course the reputation of the yacht then um, you know gets spread around the the rest of the yachting world, and other people will then want to come and work for the yacht because they hear it's a great place to be. So again, that's a that's a real win-win. So we talk about how do you um, educate the crew, how do you develop them. Um, what can you do to bring people on and and make sure that they're happy in the workplace? Because these are all really important things. And, you know, it is a factor that you are far better off retaining people within your organization. Um, because if you have to continually recruit and then train, you're never going to have a high performing team on board and and high performing teams are, are where everyone wants to be. So there's a number of things um, covered off. We also do uh, coaching sessions with the, with the senior leaders as well to, um, to discuss um, some of their challenges and to help them to deal with them. And this is all uh, underpinned with, um, with psychometric um, assessment. They, they do a psychometric assessment at the start of the course, um, which identifies their personality type And then we work with them to get them to understand what that means for them as leaders, um, but also how to work with people of different personality types within the workplace. And psychometrics is is really key to raising self-awareness and emotional intelligence. And self-awareness and emotional intelligence are absolutely key factors of being uh, effective leaders, whether at a junior level or at the most senior level on board
1: amazing it's a it's a very well-rounded program obviously um and with this intake that we've had i've only heard good things about that command leadership program and it's been very much needed within our industry For yeah
2: uh, go, on, sorry.
1: go ahead not finish i
2: was, I was going to say um i i've been absolutely blown over by um how how positive the, the people are coming onto that course um, it, it probably you know, should be no surprise because they're the people, the trailblazers who've seen an opportunity to get better um, at, at what they do. And and some of the individuals, you know, are extremely experienced captains and, and they could, in theory, just sit on the bridge of their yacht and go, do you know what, I've made it, I've got loads of experience as a captain, why should I bother doing anything else? That's not what I've seen. I've seen people who've come along and gone, hey, do you know what, I want to get even better as a leader because I want to make sure the yacht is running as well as it possibly can and the people working for me want to work for me because I'm setting the right environment and culture for them. And so um, it's a really, really upbeat, positive experience um, on, on the Command and Senior Leaders course, and, and it's been a yeah really, really well-reviewed um, so far. We're just midway through now the, the second uh, cohort, uh, and we start the uh, the next cohort in january so um it really is growing as a program and i think the reputation and what that will bring into the super yacht industry um is is going to have a legacy for for a long long time and and hopefully it will mean that the professionalism of of captains and senior leaders within the industry will will really increase because i think it's something where um there is definitely you know room for further increasing performance um as and particularly as the the yachts get um bigger the demands on people are increasing um and you know coming back to my cliche again the vuca environment is there for all, all of us to see so i think it's a, a really uh, inspirational course and uh, i would encourage any senior leader to you know come along and join us i think you will recognize the benefit of it once you're on the course um, but equally you know um i would say that the uh, the course for Super Yacht Crew is equally as impactful. Um, and indeed, you know, s- some of the material, you know, a similar amount of the material that we cover on the um, senior course is exactly the same as what, you know, the junior people are are covering because the subjects are are the same. It is just that the senior people have never, ever had that education. So for those of you at, uh, at the start of your careers or, or already in a leadership uh, position, whether you be a chief stew or a, a second engineer, then um, I think that course is really beneficial for you and will, you know, allow you to get a head start on those of you around who aren't bothering to to push themselves.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, with my my purser students, we do an introduction to the management and leadership side of things, and I am always, you know really encouraging of them to go on and do the, the, the management and leadership or the advanced leadership courses, um, especially when you're in that senior role, the, what you can build upon is, is huge. For any of our listeners that are interested, the, the next management and leadership course is going to start in the new year. It's going to start on February 7th. And we've got our command and senior leadership intake starting in the new year. And that's going to begin on the 1st of February. So do check out the the crew academy websites for some more information on on those programs.
2: Yeah, I think actually, uh, Julia, uh, hot off the press because of the um, success of the uh, management to leadership for yacht crew, um, I think there's there's more than likely now going to be a course running in January as well. Um, so further opportunities if if that fits better with people's. Uh, uh, Cali does.
1: Perfect, excellent to know. Well Carl, thank you so very much for this inspiring conversation um, all about leadership and the generations. I hope that everyone else enjoyed it as much as I did and I wish you a very lovely evening and I will speak to you soon. Thank you.
0: Thank you for joining us today on the first episode of the leadership series and huge huge thank you to Julian and Carl for the wonderful insights. The Crew Voice is a podcast that is supported by The Crew Academy, whose mission is to create happier and professionally trained yacht crew who in turn will build better teams under their own leadership. If you wish to find out more, you can check out the two intakes Julian mentioned earlier that is the command and senior leadership course started on the 1st of February, and the management and leadership course started on the 7th February. For more information, please visit thecrewacademy.com forward slash course calendar. Until then, stay safe, have a great day, and we'll see you next time. For all crew, always.